It's time for the Colonel Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. This is Colonel Mania podcast episode 27. I'm the host without the toast, Ace Bondaloo, and over there to my left is your boy, Mike. What's going on? Hey, going well. Came back from the gym a couple hours ago, good deadlift session, and yeah, excited to talk about SmackDown and uh, the pay-per-view this weekend. Speaking of bread lifts, Spencer, you've been eating some bread. How are you doing? Why do you think I've been eating bread there, Bondaloo? Um, you like your bread. You said you were excited to eat McDonald's last night. And then I went and had Wendy's today. Um, I don't know. I was craving McDonald's yesterday, but uh, not today. I'm fine. I'm sore as all hell because uh, I was out in the sun all day. My uh, construction crew, we nicked a small gas line, had a bit of a scare this morning, and then we ended up pouring concrete in the afternoon. So I am sore and tired and excited about wrestling because I also watch wrestling tonight. And you I got a new crun. You got a new crun. Uh, at Joey's third chin asked me to review main event. I've already seen main event. I already believe I've reviewed it on the podcast. But not like an in-depth real review. You just kind of were like, oh, it was a thing that I watched. And it wasn't a special. If you lose this weekend, that's your punishment. Okay. I'm down with so that. Now you, got to win. now you want to win. Okay? How's well, that? What we got to do is uh, we got to say one thing. I just cracked a, a cold sipper. We're going to do a quick breakdown of SmackDown, and then we're going to get into our backlash predictions because this is the greatest wrestling match ever prediction special bonanza. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. It was Friday night SmackDown. All right, here's what happened. We opened up the show with a segment between Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. It was uh, not a great look. That's all I want to say. It was uh, definitely not a great look. Um, and then eventually we move into Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. If I miss anything, don't worry. We're going to talk about what we liked in SmackDown after this. We move into Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles uh, fighting for the Intercontinental title. There's this cool video package they put together to pump up the prestige. I don't get why Corey Graves voiced it. That was a weird choice, uh, but whatever. And in the end, AJ Styles, he gets the win after a beautiful match that I'm sure we're going to talk about as soon as we're done here. Uh, Jeff Hardy and Sheamus, uh, they converged for that contract signing that uh, was not great. I thought this kicked off the show. Sorry, I'm just going off the WWE.com's website. I watched SmackDown. I'm just using this to remember it. I'm pretty sure this kicked off the show. But I think they did. Just, I think they're just talking about here how they continue to brawl throughout the night on the show. That um, makes sense. Braun did this weird promo, I believe, where he was talking about the show so far. And then we cut into something with uh, Bailey and Alexa Bliss and the Iconics. And it says they're going to have a match at Backlash. We roll into Heavy Machinery. Uh, coming back together, Tucky's back with Otis. And uh, fighting with Strowman to face Dolph Ziggler, The Miz, and John Morrison. In which, of course, the good guys win. Uh, via the Caterpillar when uh, Otis lands it on Dolph Ziggler, and that closes the show. There's a lot of tomfoolery in that match. Uh, There's a Corbin spot with Mandy. Mandy came out. She was looking good. What did you think of SmackDown, gentlemen? What were the key parts you wanted to really dig into here? 
Well, I think the main talking point is the opening segment with Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. I know. Oh, it was bad. It, yeah, you didn't like it, Ace. What didn't you like about it? it? Was I mean, I didn't like the fact that the piss was thrown on Sheamus. That was gross. It was just so stupid. It was like, hey, everybody, here's uh, Jeff Hardy and Sheamus, two of the two guys who've been working their asses off to come back. And uh, hey, Jeff, why don't you just take a piss on live TV? And here's Sheamus doing this shitty, weird promo about not doing drugs. It was just so weird. And then I didn't understand how he was shocked later on in the night that Jeff Hardy's uh, piss test came back that he was clean when he set him up. Like, he knows he set him up. Like, he did that. He's like, what? I framed this guy, and he's not actually what I framed him to be? What? Makes no sense. No. It doesn't. It was weird. I saw this kind of. I saw someone talk about it online earlier that this was already pre uh, recorded and shown. All right. And people saw it and were like, oh, this isn't going to be good. Um, and yeah, it just. I didn't want to watch it. And I still had to. That's how it went. Mike, what did I you think, think? Yeah, I think um, you brought up one of the more important points here. Ace. And that's just the fact that these two guys are both, the story that they should be telling here is these two guys are both ring savvy veterans. They've been around the game a long time. They're both coming back at the same time. They want to fight and see who's better. That's all, that, that's all the story has to be. That's it. They don't need this extra stupid uh, storyline with, or the extra sort of subplot with Hardy and his uh, drug addictions. They've done this before. They did it a decade ago. It was better a decade ago, and I'm actually going to write a piece on that comparing the storyline from Jeff the first time around versus now with the company. It's just like, it's lazy. I don't like it. I could do without it. And I'm not, I hope that the match on the weekend is uh, some sort of no DQ match or something. Cause they've, they've already fought once and Jeff got the W and if Seamus wins, it's just the company doing 50, 50 booking again, which I always hate. They love so, doing that with their big boys. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got to say is they love doing that with their big boys. Um, yeah, that's so then we loved the fact that they did this long, long match with H. Styles and Daniel Bryan. It was good. A lot of commercials. Holy Hannah, Commercialville City. And like, if you're ADHD, a Spondaloo, you're like, no, I was doing push-ups in between this match. I was, I was cooking fish. <laughs> it's haddock at one point. I believe I had made a bowl of cereal. It was a it was a wild it was a wild match for me. But Mike, you caught it all. Yeah, I would say this is the match of the year from the company so far. I really enjoyed it. It was a great technical battle. AJ worked over Daniel's leg at the uh, towards the closing parts of the match, not the closing parts, the middle portion. Uh, Debra worked over AJ's uh, arm for most of the first part of the match. And at the end, it was just basically who's going to last uh, the longer out of the two. Uh, classic bout between two veterans. Uh, exceptional. Good way to put prestige back on the belt. Uh, and the other portion that's cool is just the fact that uh, they're trying, you know, not cool, but like uh, the work rate belt. You know, it's, that's what the title used to be known as. It looks like AJ and Debra are sitting up to have that be the case again. So I really enjoyed this match. And I, I was hoping it would be on the pay-per-view. 
But because uh, then we wouldn't have to have dealt with the commercials <laughs> that we dealt with in this match. Because uh, I agree with you on that, Ace. It, it took me out of it at times. Uh, just as you're getting it into did. a match, they go to commercial. You can't deny it. No one can. Um, and then I guess the Otis and Tucker being reunited back was great. It was fun that they kind of teased uh, possibly going for the uh, title. And one point, someone tweeted out that Tucker sure was looking at that briefcase. And I was like, yeah, he was at one point. So it's good. And Mandy, whoo, she was looking good. Uh, it wasn't a bad SmackDown. Do you guys want to do your guys' clapper, crapper, and knee slapper from the show? The clapper. And because yep. it's just one show, we can have the same clapper, okay? Sure. Sure. All right, what was your clapper? Mike, was it obviously the match? Yeah, Daniel versus AJ was my clapper for everything I mentioned earlier. My clapper was my tweet that uh, they said, sorry about the OC. Here's the IC to AJ. <laughs> well played. That was good. Um, my cra- uh, clapper uh, goes to the Iconics and that little bit that they did. I thought that was funny. I liked what they did with the showing up on the TV to distract. Although I didn't like the rest of that segment, but I liked the Iconics in it. So maybe I like the Iconics now. Who knows? My crapper. The crapper. The one thing in wrestling I didn't like was uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro going over the champions. I just don't, I don't like the champions losing on TV and then it and then not losing the title. So we'll have to wait and see. <coughs> but now I expect tag titles on those two. I agree with you about the champs losing on TV too much. It gets frustrating. Hmm. Yeah, it's like the, I don't remember the last time the New Day won on SmackDown. What was your crapper, Mike? Uh, my crapper for this week, or I guess from SmackDown, excuse me. Uh, it's the, I, I think we're going to agree on this. It's the opening segment. It was really classic. Piss. Correct. It was a bit pissy, that's for sure. It got me in a pissed off mood. And what was your uh, crap or Spencer? Uh, it's, it was the same as yours, Ace. Uh, just like the New Day losing and to Shinsuke and, and Cesaro just because they have to have Shinsuke and Cesaro do things. And they and can't do it without Sammy. Knee. Sorry. All right, well, now time for the knee slapper, the one thing in wrestling we found hilarious. And- <laughs> the knee slapper. For me, it was Braun Strowman, uh, his promo, where he was like, we've got still more action to come tonight or whatever. And he was kind of playing TV host as, and SmackDown Universal Champion at the same time. I don't know why. I just found that fun. And also, I wanted to see the Miz and Morrison music video. So just wanted to say that. Sorry to disappoint you, Ace. Spencer, what was yours? Um. Mine has to be uh, it has to be Tucker. Um, at one point, when he first came into that match, I remember this. Um, I think I even said something to you, Ace. But uh, he gets down like on all fours and then headbutts, like does like oh, a yeah. weird charging headbutt. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, Tucker?" You said Spence that. is a sucker for Tucker. Uh, yeah, that's quote uh, quote me on that. Yep. <laughs> Mike, your knee slapper? Yeah, my knee slapper is going to be Bailey. 
and Sasha, I guess, but more so Bailey. Uh, I feel like she's really done a good job of maturing into that heel role. I thought she was, it sounded really fake at first when she started doing it. But as the months have gone along, she's got more and more annoying, which is the point. So uh, I like that. Uh, and I, I like, I, I said before on this podcast that I wanted the Sasha Bailey feud to, uh, or sorry, storyline to end at SummerSlam with a match between the two. And now I don't want that at all. And it's not going to happen, I don't think, uh, which is great. I, I would like to see these two keep doing their thing on SmackDown. They're the hottest thing on the program for me, at least for the female, the female side. And that could, my stats has switched so much in a number of weeks. So uh, shout out to those two for uh, making it happen. Get me on board. Flip flop, flippity flop. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was SmackDown. Now it's part of the fun part of the special. It's time to get into our backlash predictions. Hit the music. Spencer's having a bowl. Mike's having dinner. I had a sip. Um, it's time to predict backlash. There is going to be punishments, matches dished out. Who did you pick for last, gentlemen? I think I had Spencer's, and mm-hmm. Spencer had me, and then Ty had. Uh... No, I had Spencer, buddy. Oh, right. I'm wrong. So I'm picking for you. Spencer's picking for me. You. All right, yeah. Mike is picking for Spencer. All right. Are we, are we clear on that, gentlemen? Yes. All right, it's time for the first match on the card. United States champion Apollo Crews versus Andrade with Zelina Vega. Who you got and why? Mike, we'll start with you. I'm going El Idolo on this one. I think that Apollo's title reign has sucked. Uh, it's a, I don't think that it's good television. He's a bland babyface. It's got to be Andrade here sets up a feud with Angel Garza. Spencer, what about you? Um, I agree with Mike entirely. Like, uh, it's got to be Andrade just so we can get a, a feud with Angel Garza. Just because Apollo Crews, why? No reason, that's why. I also picked Andrade. I think he's getting the title back. And I think we are going to get that feud with Angel Garza we so desperately crave. And I'm all here for it. Um, now we go into match number six. Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Iconics, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. This match kind of just materialized over the last few weeks here. Uh, there was a title change on SmackDown. They were all in the match, I believe. A couple segment, uh, a segment on Raw, segment on SmackDown here, yada, yada, yada. Now we're here, correct? Now we're here. I, I believe that's what's going on. And I will start, I and I will say I'm going to pick Bailey and Sasha Banks. I think uh, they're not going to be losing the titles at Backlash, but I think they could be losing them on NXT or something like that. That's where I see this going. Spencer, who do you got and why? Um, I like I like your idea there, Ace, of uh, getting them on to NXT, but uh, I'm going to still pick the Iconics. Um, I don't know. After their promo this week and stuff they've been doing, I think, I, I think it would be funny. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to pick them. Mike, what about you? 
Yeah, I like Spencer's thought. I like both your thought processes with this one. I'm going to go with uh, the champs to retain here. Whenever they lose the titles, it's going to be to set up, I would have to assume, the feud between Bailey and Sasha. So that would be the first step of the feud, and I don't think it's the right time for that yet. So champs to retain. Well, the next match is Hardy versus Sheamus. Do you want to set the backstory up for this one? Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, so these two guys came back on the same time, two veterans, like I said earlier. Uh, and they quickly turned this... They had, like, a, a brief feud about Sheamus. Like, the, the original feud was fine. Sheamus was upset that Jeff was getting more attention than him uh, in, when the pair came back at the same time. So I guess that does follow along the lines of what I said earlier. They have done that a bit already. Excuse me for that. Uh, but it is now de- uh, it's now developed into the worst storyline in wrestling where uh, Jeff Hardy's... Uh, Drug abuse and alcohol issues are being uh, used against them here by Sheamus. Uh, uh, you know, we had the angle with the car accident on SmackDown where uh, Sheamus tried to uh, get Jeff Hardy in trouble when he wasn't actually under the influence. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's just really a lazy storyline. But yeah, that's basically where we're at right now. They're fighting now again on Sunday, even though Sheamus has already lost one. Well, I'm oh. uh, definitely going to be picking... Uh, uh, G- uh, Jeff Hardy to win. That's who I'm going with because I don't think uh, you can humiliate humiliate a man this uh, this much and still uh, still get away with it. <laughs> I get. I get who, your who are you going with? Um, just because WWE and I feel like they don't have any ideas for either of these guys going forward. Otherwise. We'll go with Sheamus, just to keep the thing going. He's going with Sheamus. Who you got, Mike? This is actually really tough. This is another one I had a bit of a hard time with, just because, yeah, I mean, they are, like, they are going to be pushing Jeff quite a bit. But what I okay, this is what I think is going to happen. I think SummerSlam, The Fiend wins the WWE title from Braun. And I think that sets up a feud between The Fiend and Jeff Hardy. So Jeff's got to be in a position where he's, because I thought he was going to feud for the IC title, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to extend this feud somehow, but I still am taking Jeff Hardy in this match. Just My gut tells me that he's going to pull a Roman Reigns here and just win on consecutive pay-per-views. Then we move on to Asuka versus Nia Jax. I have Asuka. Who else has Asuka? All of you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just want to say quickly, I'd like to remind the, the, the listeners that I will not be watching this match. I have decided to take a formal stand against the unsafe work rate of Nia Jax. So I won't be watching this at all. I've got Asuka, but you guys are going to have to tell me that. All right, all three of us have Asuka. Now we'll, we'll move into a match that Spencer can set up. Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison. How's this been going down? Uh... Well, after Braun beat uh, Sweater Bray at the last pay-per-view, um, everyone thought that it would just lead into a feud with The Fiend, but uh, Miz and Morrison decided that they were going to take shots at Otis and uh, Braun, and it became Braun took it personally and blah, 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 the end of thing. So then it became a two-on-one handicap match between Miz and Morrison and Braun Strowman for the Universal title. So if these guys win... They're co-universal title winners, which seems odd. Um, but uh, if they lose, 
Uh, or if Braun wins, he's the title winner. Sorry, I got very high. And uh, who do you have, Spence? I got Braun. I, it's way too confusing to have two universal title winners. I mean, unless they want to have Miz and Morrison face off for the winner and for whoever gets to be, the, but that seems dumb. Uh, so I'm still going to pick Braun. I, I think that uh, his reign is going to keep going. Um, they have done it with Laycool before. They were co-champions. They just cut the belt in half. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Uh, Spen- yeah. uh, Spencer, it's possible. Mike, who are you going with? Yeah, this is Bray. Uh, Bray. Uh, this is going to be Braun, no doubt. I also Ask. picked Braun. All three of us picked Braun. I think it's going to be a fun match, though. Could be. All right, now we move into Drew McIntyre versus Bobby. Bob pinned Roman Reigns clean as a whistle. One, two, three, 2015. <laughs> Extreme rules. Lash Lee. Mike, what's been uh, building to this? Pretty much Lashley's been getting taken seriously since uh, him and Lana split. At least with MVP. And MVP ditched his old teammates. He's like, I'm going with Bob, actually. Yeah, you set up the whole feud right there. Uh, MVP joined with Bob Lashley. They have tons of history. And now they want the title. Yeah, there's not much of a story to this match. The story of this match they've been setting up is really just how dominant Drew has been and the fact that Bob is trying to get his first championship in the company. If you think about it, it's like, to some people, Bob might be the face here just because of the Black Lives Matter movement, the fact he's never won the title before, and I'm taking Bob Lashley. He's taking Bob Lashley. Spence, who are you taking? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Drew McIntyre. Because Drew McIntyre. Scottish. That's, uh, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's a fair pick. And I also picked Bob Lashley as well. Uh, I don't know why, but something just tells me it's Bob Lashley's time. And I think we're going to get to see Drew win the title back in front of a live crowd. And I think that will be very exciting. It's possible. Um, and then we move on to our final match of the evening. The greatest wrestling match ever. I'm excited. Edge versus Randy Orton. Mike, you want to set this up? What's been making this possible? Yeah, so this was set up way before WrestleMania when they feuded. Uh, long history between these two guys. and basically, uh, Edge won. It was an incre- incredibly personal rivalry. Uh, and they fought in, at WrestleMania in a... False got anywhere match that sucked, in my opinion. Uh, it was too long. But now they've continued this feud for no reason, uh, other than I think Vince is afraid that the ratings are so low, so he wants these guys back. And now, apparently, they're wrestling in the greatest wrestling match, what is teased to be the greatest wrestling match ever. Neither man thinks it's the case. I don't think it's the case. I don't think any of us think it's the case. I don't know. It's uh, been a really weird build to this, for sure. My well, I can't wait part to see it. it. They say it's going to be the greatest wrestling match ever, so I can't wait to watch that. <laughs> My sources tell me that both men worked really hard because they taped, they pre-taped this match. Uh, the other ones will be live, but this was pre-taped. And uh, yeah, my sources tell me that they had, the two of them worked their butts off to make this a, fi- uh, a good match. But it's a Randy Orton match. So I don't know how it's going to be the greatest wrestling match ever if it, uh, because it's a Randy Orton match. He's such a slow, methodic wrestler who doesn't do a lot of... Well, Spencer, who are you picking? Uh, I'm going to go with Edge. I like Big Spence going in with the big Edge. Who are you going with, Mike? This is the one that was causing you a lot of turmoil. Don't worry. My pick's already made, I assure you. 
Yeah, uh, I'm going with Orton here. It's I'm just confused because like I don't know what they're doing with Edge. We don't know how often we'll see him. We're supposed to only see him part time, but then he's he's here right away, right after his last match at Mania. I thought he would mainly be here for like special attraction, big pay per views. So I don't know. That's what it was. Why it was confusing me. But I think that Orton's gonna win. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a third match. To be honest with you. I think Edge is going to win this one. I have Edge going over, and I think maybe Orton wins the last one. But I think Edge is uh, not going to win his second match, lose his second match back. And if he does, that'd be really weird because uh, they could build him up to be something really big, like a part timer. So we'll see what happens. Uh, that has been our Chronomania predictions, but now we have to give out the punishments. Okay. The uh, that? Uh, that was me doing a noise, and uh, I have to do a prediction match for Mike, and mine is Undertaker versus Big Daddy V, SmackDown, uh, January 25th, 2008. It's on YouTube. You can watch it there. You just love... The Viscera matches. They're, they're I didn't know. Matches. I, I, buddy, I forgot for a second that Viscera was Big Daddy V. I just wanted to give you an Undertaker match. It just happened to be Viscera. <laughs> okay. Because um, I don't know, dude. Like Those matches are fun to watch. They're not punishments for me, but fair enough. I'll watch it. I'm pumped. If I lose, I don't mind. All right. Spencer, who's your punishment match for, and what are you giving them? It's you. And instead of a punishment, you just have to review uh, the main event on, and <laughs> yeah. put it on our, on our Crundlemania account. Oh, good. <laughs> so fun. There you go. You have to verbal review of it. You can be as, as serious or as non-serious as you like. There well, then, Mike, it's time for your punishment match for Spencer. Spencer, I apologize, and I'm sorry I have to do this uh-huh. to you, but uh, I'm giving you ECW December to Dismember, and I'm giving you the main event, the Elimination Chamber six-man match. Rule the worst match of the year at the time. Oh. I believe it was 06. Okay. And uh, I believe you could just, just use my WWE Network login, and you can just find it archived. Okay. Okay. Um, I also have to do another punishment match from two previous pay-per-views, so I'll <laughs> do that. You could have a triple threat. Punishment marathon. I could wait till after the backlash, I suppose. So Spencer Mania. Yeah, it'll be a th- it'll be three matches. One of the Hound from Hell match. Um, I don't remember Kennel. the other one. Kennel from whatever match of some sort. I think. Oh yeah, you picked a Viscera match of some kind. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see, I guess. Um, tonight I had it in a leaf roll from King Palms, uh, Pierce Sun's Afghan Kush. It was good. I feel good. Ace feels good in the hood. Ace feels good. Very nice, Ace. What did you have? Yes, sorry. Um, what did I have? I had uh, the bong rip that you heard me do was top leaf pink Kush. Um, mm. it's very top leaf. It's so it was so like dense that I couldn't use. I couldn't break it down to my grinder easily. It was a lot of grind. It was it was tough. So it was very good. 
Hip hop poop. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I uh, I've just been really liking the chocolate Kush strain, so I had another joint from that, and I filled it with a little bit of top shelf Gorilla Glue shatter. Uh, and I would also like to let the listeners know that I've got an order coming in for uh, live resin that I'm very excited to put onto my joints. So stay tuned for that. You heard it here first. He's enjoying himself. He's he's it sounds intoxicating. This has been the Crundle Mania podcast. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Send us to your friends. Send us to your friends. Send us to your friends.